there and welcome back to Face for Radio. Just a quick note before we do start this brand new episode from our new sponsors, Blinds.com. Sun's out and shades are in. Get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Get a high-end look without the high-end price on our most popular outdoor shades and transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with light filtering shades that help block UV rays without obstructing your view. Plus, right now, Blinds.com is offering up to 35% off everything, making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home, indoors or out. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your backyard and window treatments with Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. That's all from us. We hope you enjoy the episode. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to this brand new episode of Face for Radio. My name... Just for today is Sam Brown, and I am joined today by a man with a fistful of lemons, and he's ready to squeeze. It's Reuben Austin, everyone. You know what they say: when life gives you lemons, <laughs> squeeze them to a pulp. Make lemonade. You got to you, you, you got to squeeze them hella hard. Juice all that lemonade out of them. I can't honestly say that I know where I'm going with this, but I did <laughs> make lemonade. In um, in food tech in year eight. Oh, oh me neither. Us neither, Ruben. It's all, it's neither. all good. It's, it's all, all good. fine. It's eight. It's all fine. It's and, fine, lemon boy. It's all fine and dandy, sunshine. It's all good. And who's that other voice? He's a man that can lay a thick carpet, but he draws the line at laminate flooring. It's Scott Copeland. Absolutely, laminate flooring is a pain in the arse, my friend, to set down. So carpet will do, <laughs> carpets carpet's so much easier. It's it. Bish bash bosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I like that he lays a thick carpet. I like that. That's that's a part of this. Oh yeah. Yeah. You want to hear a funny anecdote about laminate flooring, boys? Go on. <sighs> Always. Who who doesn't? Yeah. What kind of a question's that? <laughs> Jesus. Christ. When I got to my new flat here at uh, Sunny Weymouth, I I was moving up, and they said, "No, no, you can't move today. You're moving tomorrow instead because uh, we need to get you a rug." I was like, "What?" I can, like, live in a flat without a rug, you know, like, it, it's fine. They were like, no, no, we can't have the flat unfinished. We need to get you this rug. So I waited another night, got to the next day. They were like, no, no, the rug isn't here yet. You can't move in today. And I was thinking, oh, here we go. Here we go. Got to wait another day. The third day comes, and they're like, we've got you a rug. I was like, yes, finally, I can move into my flat. I can get comfortable, settle down in the flat there, because I'm going to be there for, like, six months. And I got here and I realised just why they wanted me to wait for the rug. As the first thing I did was lift the rug up, obviously, to see what was so special about it. And found out that the laminate floor in below had been laying completely wrong. And there are gaps everywhere in the floor. <laughs> Classic. So, how many how many nights did you stay on that bench? Just waiting for the Please tell me you had like a tenuous just camped outside your door thinking one day, one day I'll move in. I would in. love nothing more than for that to be the case. No, I, I can legit imagine Sam doing this. Just, just, that... Sadly, I had to stay in my eight-bed caravan on my own. Oh, it's a hard life, yeah. isn't it? It was oh, a struggle. Mr. Loudy Dowd up at Weymouth. Just you and your eight-bed caravan. 
How are you guys both doing? I haven't spoken to you for quite some time. Yeah, you know, plodding along, you know what it is. I'm alright. I've fully moved in now, so I'm 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 all content. Have you have you have you finished the office yet? To <laughs> me, yeah, I finished it. <laughs> finished it today, mate. Is it? Oh, oh, we're all leaving. We're leading pretty busy lives now. Yeah, it's getting hectic again. Yeah, yeah it's been um, it's been a. I mean, mass... I've been self isolating for the past like weeks, so my life is less than busy. Oh dear, Ruben. Yeah. Oh dear. I've not got the Rona though. It's fine. It's what happens. All that late night partying you do, Ruben. Do you know what I mean? It's just madness. Madness. Yeah, all that, all that late night partying. You know me. Yeah. Partying yeah. You should move to what Scott does and do like midday partying, so you're in bed a sensible hour. Yeah, that's that's how it yeah, should be. Well, yeah, yeah. You you keep believing that, Sam. You keep believing. Anyway, who wants to tell us about this upcoming few episodes? Who wants to introduce us to the topic? Like I, I did the other week, I think. So, Ruben. Oh, is it my turn? Fantastic. Yeah. Um, Sharing yeah, is caring it's all, here, it's all go. Sharing is caring. What we're going to do, we've, um, we've stolen uh, a format from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And um, we are going to take it upon ourselves to have one of our fellow podcast hosts answer questions um, as a fictional character or a famous dead person or a famous alive person. Um in a certain sort of scenario, but they're not going to know who it is, and we will, so they have to guess who they are by the questions that we ask them. Yeah, and they have to guess the scenario as well, is that right? They have to guess the scenario as well, heck yeah. All right. So for example, if I were to say, this is an example from the show and is not one of my little thingies, um, but yeah, it's uh, it was a Batman coming out as gay was one of them, which was which was quite fun. Yeah, very, very funny clip. That seems pretty simple. Um, oh yeah, and I think it'll it'll become more clear once we actually get into the episode about what we are doing. Shall we start with a bad joke or dad joke? Now, I think because in the last mini series the only dad joke was Scott's joke about a fish, and it was completely <laughs> Sorry, not relevant to the topic. Joke. Yeah, but it, it was a brilliant joke. You can't deny that. So, Scott, just just to get it all out. Just to get it all out, in this miniseries, we're going to do dad jokes, or bad jokes, Yeah. about anything you want, anything you want. Oh, this is the one week that I stick to the topic as well. It's not like... But, <laughs> from from the next miniseries onwards, it has to be it has to be related to the subject. Sir, sir yes sir. We're, le- we're letting you off this one week, but you're on thin ice, sunshine. I think in that case, Scott, you should probably go first. I, sh- I should probably go first, okay? You should probably go first and give us your... Bad joke or dad joke? Bad joke or dad joke? What is Forrest Gump's computer password? One Forrest One. <laughs> yeah, ah, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh, genuinely, like, on the first week we had to do like group tasks and we had to do like find like the best joke. And one of the security guys, Ryan, he found that online and he was crying and laughed for five minutes. It was brilliant. Oh, my God. Honestly. And I thought, I'll have that. That's, actually... that's not that funny, surely. That, I've just got to say, that, that's, it, it was quite, I enjoyed it. But I'm not going to cry about it. You know what I mean? No. I mean, the fact that I could guess it having never heard the joke before means it wasn't, it couldn't take that long to think up. It's still a good joke, isn't it, though? It's like, mm. you, can't, you can't deny that fact. Yeah, I, can't... I've heard that before, and I didn't think of it, so... Um... Oh. You can't deny me this victory. Like, 
I think I'm going to give it a bad joke. The hell? Just because I guessed it so easily and I didn't laugh. <laughs> I guess I am going to have to give it a bad joke just because oh. it's good, but I don't know. I think I would have liked a little bit more. You know that, that's not fair. I was thinking, like, is there something <laughs> to do with, like, Gen A? Is there something to do with a box of chocolates? But one for us, one. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'll say that now, lads. That, that is currently my laptop password as well, because I love the joke so good. much. Good. <laughs> very, very good. One for us, one. I'm so, I'm so glad you've just announced your laptop password yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, but the fact is, my laptop is leave, not leaving my side, <laughs> so it's fine. And we can't even wow. edit this out, because it's so integral no. to the conversation. <laughs> I can change my password. You can't, like, beep out the password or something, because it'll ruin the punchline of the joke. I can change the password, it's fine. Scott! Oh, goodness gracious me. It's just me. <laughs> terrible, terrible start to the miniseries. That's okay, though. We'll get into the topic. It can only go up from here, though, can't it? Let's be honest. Well, just hopefully everyone will just forget about it by the end of the episode. Of course they're not going to forget about it. <laughs> It'll be held over me. Nah, it'd be right. So, who's feeling, who's, who is feeling pretty confident? Who's feeling like they've got an insightful mind today? Insightful? I feel like Scott's feeling pretty confident today. Scott, you feeling confident today? I mean, yeah. Sorry, that sounded way more confident than I need to. I apologise for that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, feel... yeah. I mean, yeah. Nice. I'll I- I give it a go. I'll give it a go for if we're having volunteers. Yeah, go on. Treat yourself. All right, so, uh, Scott, you can go first. And in this first episode, all of our scenarios are going to be based around celebrities who have died. Right. So celebrities from recent or long gone history. Uh, so basically, what you'll have is, you'll be in a press conference, we'll be the news reporters, me and Ruben. Right. And we'll be asking you questions about a scenario that is to do with a figure from history or a recent celebrity that's passed and a scenario that they have been involved in, like a newspaper article style. Right, can I... Can I just confirm that the scenarios they've been in, they aren't real scenarios, the ones you've made up? No, they are for comedic yeah. purposes only. They are fully that, is, that is fine then. Because it, does, it doesn't require me to use my brain much, does it? So it's fine. If you guys that are listening at home would like to play along with Scott, I would say, do not listen now, skip on a little bit. If you would like to know the scenario, it is the following. Abraham Lincoln explaining why he was found naked in a KFC car park. So, uh, Scott, are you ready? Ruben and I will start asking questions. I am ready, yes. Uh, Ruben, would you like to start us off and we'll get into um, it? Yeah, sure. So, um, I'm Mary Jane Watson for the Daily Bugle. And uh, <laughs> I was just wondering, um, you know, what... Um, What's made you finally break your silence on this? Um, that you're finally coming forward to sort of ex- explain yourself. What's uh, what's caused you to come forward? Well, I just thought you know the the time has come to be at peace and just let the world know what I have to say. I mean that's that's <laughs> um, that's 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 fair enough, you know. Uh, Sam, if you got any, oh, this, uh, the, why did I agree to this? This is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> My name is uh, Graham Bellygiggle from the, the Daily News. <laughs> Halfling vibes. <laughs> yeah, Dad. <laughs> Scott's gonna be in the shower with you. Be very afraid. My first question to you would be: Do you have any excuses for your recent behaviour? Happens. Wow. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm gonna regret that when I find out who it is, aren't I? It's like 
<laughs> do you think that this is going to um, detract at all from your um, the, the, the status that you hold within within history? I, I hope not. I hope people l- look over at the mistake I make or whatever whatever mistake it may be and think, you know what, something, something bad happened and they're gonna make they're gonna make a they're gonna rise from the ashes and they're gonna m- make a comeback. So a lot of people would recognise you based on your your iconic style. Especially, especially your headwear. Very true. How do you think people would take that w- without you wearing that? Yeah, especially as I mean, for the, for this to have happened, the headwear must have been missing. Mm. Right. Um, <laughs> can you say that again, please, uh, gentlemen? It's Graham Belly Giggle. And sorry, sorry, sorry. Graham. The question was: so a lot of people would would recognise you based on your iconic uh, choice of of clothing and, and outfits, especially your headwear. For this to happen. The headwear must have been gone. So, how do you think people would take that, having having seen you without? I think it, it's probably going to be a shock to the system for a few people. I, I admit, I admit. But you know, sometimes you've got to accept accept and embrace change and just move along with the times, really, and turn a new corner. Yeah, MJ Watson, uh, Daily Bugle. Uh, this is it's it's it is, it's quite a, <laughs> Daily Giggle, a diversion. <laughs> it's a belly giggle. Um, it's quite the uh, it's quite the step away from what you're usually involved in. You know, kind of moving away from your usual spheres of influence and sort of, um, in many ways, I suppose, emancipating yourself. Um, can your words sort of speak to that more? Why you why you felt the need to be so free? You're gonna have to explain what the word emancipating means, mate. Because <laughs> I don't um, have a clue. <laughs> like freeing, re- releasing from bondage, as it were. Releasing from bondage, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> it's um, you've got to just you've got to just feel at one and at peace with whatever decisions you make and just live a full and free life. Uh, so I re- I really enjoyed your involvement in uh, Night at the Museum. I just wanted to ask what it was like working with Ben Stiller so closely. <laughs> oh, never mind. You are not the person I thought I was. Um, it was a great. It was a really great experience, you know, and. And I, I I really enjoyed working with Ben. He was a really really nice guy, you know. And uh, yeah, it was just really really fun experience. But uh, despite that, how were you feeling about the sudden advances in technology when you were found in the state you were found in? <laughs> so, sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of any personal night at the museum that I can't remember. Because <laughs> I can't I don't know if you want me to think of the of an actor or a historical figure. That's horrible. If I, if if I may rephrase that slightly, um, in in what ways do you feel like the uh, the, the world has changed uh, mm. since you were sort of doing your thing? Oh, it's it's, it's all unky dory now in comparison to what it used to be. You know, it's it's. Um, it, I mean, it's a, lot, a lot of people would disagree Hopefully, with that, but in in many ways, I suppose things have improved. Some things have improved. Yes, I I I would agree with that. I would agree. Some things have improved. Do you feel as though there's still work to be done? Is that is that why you've now returned to us and been found in the uh, in the in the state that you were found in? Yeah, go on, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, have it, have it. Over here, if if you will, are you a big fan of of this food in particular? Are you a big fan of uh, of of poultry, or do you prefer other foods? Um, I'm 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 quite a fan of poultry. Um, if it's what I think it is, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Poultry is like chickens and turkeys and that's got. Oh yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a big fan of that particular uh, food food brand. Yes, I, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it very much. Um, I'm not particularly fussy with food. I think I just want to scoff whatever I can find and pillage and just you know I'm not not fussy in the slightest. 
I'm just saying, lads, I've got no idea who I'm meant to be here. So... I'm not convinced this person's in Night at the Museum, I'm not going to lie. Oh, that doesn't help me whatsoever, does it? They're, no, they're not in the... They're not in the first one. But not in the first one, right. I mean, how, did it, how did it feel getting left out of the first Night of the Museum? Oh, I was oh, yeah. I was raging. Absolutely raging. It must have been nice though, to have such a such a familiar a familiar symbol of you come to life mm. uh, in the second film, though. That must have been nice. Mm. Was the reason that you were in this particular place anything to do with your, your strong dislike of, uh, of avian creatures? Avian? <laughs> Birds. <laughs> But, um, uh, maybe, maybe, you never know, you never know, maybe. There's a strong possibility that that could be the case, yeah. I feel like this whole episode is going to be me explaining what words mean. Yeah, listen, yes. I'm I'm afraid we do only have time for one more question. Oh. um, Obviously, you know, this is the the question that everyone has been um, waiting to ask, waiting for you to uh, return to us from the Land of the Dead, um, so that that we might find this out. Um, If you could just tell us, what do you... What do you think of, of the Donald Trump administration and the sort of conversion into Joe Biden? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um, I, I try not to think about it too much. Oh, good. But I, <laughs> oh, think, God. I, think, I think things that think... Uh, the, the political situation has definitely improved since I last checked, so it's all fine. I would agree with that. Oh, dear. So, Scotty C. Yeah. Do you have any idea which person deceased from history you may be um well when you said nice at museum i thought robin williams but then you started talking about birds and headwear and i thought i can't be him so is it is it roosevelt no 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 close is that your official guess it's not roosevelt it's not sorry i didn't realize we were doing an is this your final answer kind of situation oh i thought i thought oh yeah i was gonna say theodore roosevelt because because the only one from night at the museum i remember and you mentioned that's all right so you were going to say Theodore Roosevelt in what situation? Oh, Lord knows. I wasn't thinking about that. Um, <laughs> does he... Is he owning a restaurant or something? I mean, pa- partially, you've got a part of that. I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a restaurant involved, certainly. Or is he working in Mackey's or something? Surprisingly close. You're quite far off, to be fair. I'm, I'm making your minds up. Am I quite close and we're far off? I think, considering all the different scenarios that we could have put this person in, I think he's quite... Close with yeah. working at Mackey's. Yeah, that is close. Oh, is he working at Subway? Not quite. Uh, shall we reveal? Yeah. Let's reveal. Um, do you want to, or should I do the honours? You can, Ruby, do. Uh, you were Abraham Lincoln uh, explaining why he was found naked in a KFC pa- car park. <laughs> he's not in Night with of the demand Museum. demand answers. He's not in Night of the Museum. <laughs> he's in, he's in, Night of the, in, the, in Night of the Museum too. the big statue of him in front of the Smithsonian comes up. That's the but Easter like, Island statue, Sam. the first Night of the Museum. I was like, no, the Easter Island statue's in the first one. In the second one, you've got the big statue of Abraham Lincoln outside the Smithsonian. Oh, I, wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have a clue. Was it what, what, he was naked in KFC? Naked in a KFC car park, yeah. I mean, whatever I do, my per- whatever I do, my personal time, Sam, is none of your business, right? So- whatever you say, Abe. Hello, Sam here. Very sorry to interrupt, but we have a quick message from our sponsors this week, Blinds.com. Sun's out and shades are in. Get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Get a high-end look without the high-end price on our most popular outdoor shades and transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with light filtering shades that help block UV rays without obstructing your view. 
Plus, right now, Blinds.com is offering up to 35% off everything, making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home, indoors or out. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your backyard and window treatments with Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. Also, just as a very quick reminder, we do still have our Face for Radio Flexi Magnets on sale. They are £2.45 a piece. What a bargain. A little bit of extra postage for you, but we can bulk them together in the same envelope so that the postage will be a little bit cheaper, should you fancy buying more than one. A very big thank you to everyone that has already purchased one or more of the magnets. We really, really appreciate all your support. It just goes towards all of our our different costs involved in keeping the podcast going in the same rate that we have been, especially now that life is getting back to normal, we're getting back to our jobs and still finding the right time to put all of the effort in that we do to get the podcasts out to all you guys listening. So I will stop rambling now and let you get back to the episode. But yeah, a big thank you to everyone that's bought one. And if you are interested in purchasing one from now, we do still have some available. So just get in touch with any one of us or through our Facebook or Instagram pages. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode and I look forward to speaking to you all again very soon. Unlucky Scott, you have not got this situation correct. However, you can redeem yourself with some questions for Ruben. Again, if you want to play along at home, oh heck, then make sure you skip the next 15 seconds or so while we tell you the scenario, which is... Freddie Mercury makes the decision of a career change into bricklaying. Ruben, are you ready? To take on this challenge. I, I I I think I was born ready for this. Here we go then. Excuse me, uh, Graham Pelly Giggle here from the, the Daily News. Hi Graham. If you wouldn't mind just giving us a few words about why you've made such a big decision so late in your career. Well, I thought the the time had come for a little bit of change. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, um you gotta you gotta keep moving, you know, I've gotta keep reading, gotta try different things and I feel like Maybe I've, I've spent a long time doing my sort of thing. Maybe it's time to branch out. Hi, I'm Callum Truman, Brighton Gazette. Um, I want Hi, to, Callum Truman. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, um, um, when you when you made this decision, how did you did how did you break it to your co-workers? Was it a, did you come straight out with it, or was it was it something that you had to build up to over time? What was the what was the, what was the score? Uh, I sort of built up to it in a way. I sort of I, I invited everyone out for a drink, and I um, I said, you know. <laughs> uh, it's it's been great, but the time has come. You know, gotta gotta switch things up. I've got I've got to do what's right for me. I'm really worried that I'm going to turn out to be Jesus, and this is going to be like horrendous. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's debatable. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> so sorry, Sam. Who? Um, what? That was, no, it was really funny. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious me! We on. Yes. Oh. Uh, so, another quick one. Are you? Is is this move because you are a, a more of a fan of like uh, physical tasking, demanding uh, work out there, or or was it just uh, a mental factor? 
Uh, I mean, there's o- there's only so far that you can come mentally before you've also, you know, you've, you've got to work on both mind and body. And I feel like maybe I've spent a lot of time working on the mind and less so on the body. So it's time to sort of get pumped. Do you know what I mean? Do, do you feel do you feel um do you feel under pressure to get this job that you've now got correct to live up to that old expectation that you used to have? Uh, yeah, I think there's always going to be a lot of pressure for someone like me who, you know, has come back from the dead. But um, I think it's, uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a challenge. But like, life has its challenges, and that's and that's where you've got to move through it. That's where you've got to do what you can to um, face these challenges. This is terrifying. <laughs> this is so. This is so hard. <laughs> I I know Callum Truman would definitely agree with me, but uh, I would say the majority of of the the known free world would consider you a part of royalty. Um, do, are you scared that that this this move would take you out of that vision for them? Absolutely. The free world see me as royalty. Um, I think you know um... because they all have this this they all have this one vision of you. Are you scared that it would it would be blurred afterwards? Well, I think um, I've I, I've often been considered sort of a, um, a prince of the universe, if you will. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, you know, any questions that you must ask are absolutely fine. And uh, I think you know it, it, this isn't going to taint the vision of me so much. Right, just 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 lay it down here for us now. Just lay it down. Tell us what were you thinking? I just there's only. So much. I've I'm I became a superstar. I really did. And um, following that, I had a difficult relationship with a lot of things. You know, me and me and my friends. Mm. We did toward the end, sort of go our different ways, which is fine. And so I felt like I needed to do something for me. You know what I mean? You just. It sounds like you just felt like you needed to break free. Yeah, absolutely. I I've got to break free. Absolutely. When 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 you look back at your relationship with your friends, do you reckon you were like the cement that kept it together? That bond. <laughs> what the oh, hell? So I, what the hell am I saying? <laughs> I've, um, I think I know the scenario in the famous person. Should I say it now or should I carry on? <laughs> yeah, no, no, go I'm, for I'm it. having too much fun with it. Come this. on, come on, no, say it, say it, say it. If you know it, am I Freddie Mercury becoming a builder? Yeah, well, pretty much. Pretty it much. was the scenario was. Uh, Freddie Mercury makes the decision of a career change into bricklaying. <laughs> Fantastic. Ruben, put it this way. I, I was texting Sam every single pun I made during that. <laughs> Did you build it Did up over time? Did you not pick up on yes. the puns that I made? Do you like, feel under pr- pressure? Of the universe. Just lay it down? Or um, the cement that held it together? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was impressive. That was Worst impressive. Worst thing is, out, out of context, I look back over this text exchange it's not going to make any sense whatsoever the the first note that I took because of what you guys said I was taking notes to try and figure out who it was and like the first note that I got was sort of like Jesus question mark yeah pretty much what I mean I guess he's as close as you get yeah (laughs) ew anyway two down one to go can we make it two out of three for the episode we can try well it's your go Sam so no pressure I know yeah no pressure Sam that's alright Pressure is my middle name. Indeed, I somehow doubt that. So, Ruben, we're gonna discuss this. Yeah, sure. Let's um the uh the if you if you want to try and guess along with Sam, then uh, skip these next fifteen seconds because the uh the the, the person in the scenario is Winston Churchill gets cast in a reality TV show, The Only Way Is Essex. Uh, 
so hi, this is um, this is Carl Bradley from the uh, Daily Mirror. Oh god, and, we're doing um, that again, are we? Yeah, apparently. And um, yeah, I was just uh, wondering uh, what you uh, what you sort of had to say about this about this impending career change of yours. Yes, uh, career change. You know, I just thought something new might might not go amiss. Uh, I know a few things that I've done in the past have been questionable and. I thought a fresh start might might do me and everyone else some good. That got hella real. Um. Hi, this is um, this is Kenny from this is Kenny from Burr Girls News. Oh, good. And um, <laughs> as, when you when you decided this new career path for you, did you just think the only way's up and you that's the way you can do it? Well, yeah, you know, you have to take a few steps back before you can take take many steps forward. But I do think upwards is is the the way I will be heading in the future. Yes. Very nice. Stepping up, very nice. And do you really think that this is gonna? Take you towards that V for victory. I mean, victory isn't isn't exactly what I am looking for. I'm just looking for sort of self growth, self happiness. You know. So 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 you're you're not look you're not looking for victory. Unsure. Do, do you think do you think that's the right mentality for it? Um, you know, it's the taking part that counts. I say, and as long as you have a good time with whatever you're doing, I don't see a problem. You know, I, th- I think that's 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 quite a nice way of um, going about it. So you know, for your TV work, so. Do, do, oh, right. do, do okay. you do you do you enjoy the drive? <laughs> you think this person's mainly known for their TV work? Oh dear, is that a throw off? Do I enjoy the drive? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Do you do you enjoy yeah, the yeah, drive? I, I, I do feel like you have a lot of like drive, drive and passion, and you spend a lot of time sort of doggedly following your dreams. Um, and you think this is going to lead to sort of some nods of approval from the public, or? <laughs> Do I enjoy the drive? It's just it's a strange question. I uh I'm very impartial about about it at all. I do think that the things you enjoy should be kept personal and the things others enjoy they should keep personal to them. I'm just I'm here to to announce to the world what is going on. So uh, factually. So how do you feel about like all the fake tan? How does that appeal to you? <laughs> Sorry. Uh you know I've uh, never been a particular fan of of going abroad but i'm i'm willing to try anything once so when you say when you say you're not a fan of going abroad are you not a fan of beaches then do you not want to you know do you not want this to take you to new exciting places yeah. to the to, to the beaches to the fields to the streets the hills <laughs> uh wherever it takes me wherever the wind blows that's where I will. That's where I'll be heading. Wherever the wind blows. And do you think this is going to be? Um, do you think this is going to be a good time for you? Or if this if this goes wrong, which it so easily can in this industry, um, do you think that maybe it, it could become your darkest hour? I feel like there's a lot of hints being thrown around that I just don't understand. <laughs> I was also thinking, you know, as you're, as you're quite an old man, you know, is this career change, you know, good for you? Oh, I'm exceptionally old, yes. Um, but I do. Uh... I think retirement is not for me. I would like to think that uh, I would go out with a bang. Ah, yes. You've also recently done. You, you, you've been. You've appeared, appeared in Doctor Who recently. What was that like? Have I? Oh, good. Yes, that was. That was fun. I think. And over the um over the over over the course of your illustrious career, um you know many uh many. Many actors have, um, have have portrayed your likeness on screen. Among them, who was who was your favourite kind of person? So you know, you, uh, there's um, Jonathan Price, Gary Oldman. There's there's, there's, a, there's a variety. Uh, yes, Gary Oldman. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm 
I have no idea. How do you, how do you feel about abbreviations? In what sense? Well, you know, when when things get shortened, so a title will get shortened to a, a smaller word. How do you feel about that? Uh, in, like nicknames? Oh, just in general. Do you find the name of your your new career a bit too strenuous, so you'd shorten it? How do you feel? Mate, I'm running out of clues here, mate. Come on. Like, I know. I, know. I feel I, I, that makes sense to me, but that is in no way going to make sense no, to Sam. No. Right, brilliant. <laughs> Jesus. Hang on, how was um, I going to get Abraham Lincoln so, was naked in Burger King? How was I going to get that? It's like, it was KFC. Uh, <laughs> well, do, do like two more, two more. So um, you have... Um, as whoa, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, uh, hang on. Beggar, shut please. up. <laughs> Sorry. There you go, that's my cloak. <laughs> What? That was amazing. <laughs> Ream. Um, okay. Okay. That was a good clue. Uh, yeah, you have, um, you've done some sort of public speaking and things um, to that likeness on, uh, okay. on the television and stuff like that. So what's it going to be like now taking a more active role in the industry? Uh, I, think it'll be f- I think it will be quite fun. Uh, obviously, I had my part in Doctor Who. And that was, that was pretty good. I seem to recall... A lot of things happening at once when I was there. Uh, a lot of things going wrong. The beaches and, and all sorts. I think I've got a guess. By, by all means, go ahead. Go on. I think I'm going to be totally wrong. I think I might be Winston Churchill getting a part in TOWIE. How yes! frigging hell did you get it from Is that right? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> But generally, Sam, the clues I got was I said the only way is up. That's the Towie theme. I, mm. I said is it the right decision, I, the I right family or a family on the show. Winston Churchill was in Doctor Who as a character. Yeah. Churchill the dog, car insurance, the drive. Well, well, that's a stretch. That was a that was a weak one. I called you an old man because Gary Oldman played you in Darkest Hour. And shut up is one of the Amy Child's quotes that we quote. Yeah, no, that was the thing that gave Towie away, especially when Ruben said Ream. Oh, you didn't, did you? Ream. That's all I know about Towie. Literally all I know about Towie is the word ream. The beaches thing Ruben said through it a bit. Yeah, we will fight them on the beaches. Yeah, good. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Woo! I was very confused for quite a way there. I, I think we did quite a good job, that though. Is... That, that was Mass Singer level, that. Was... Was like... Yeah. <laughs> this is just Scott's dream of being on the Mass Singer realise, isn't it? Yeah, th- honestly, this is the closest I'm going to get to being a judge on that show. It's brilliant. Well, that was quite a success. Shall we take the episode out with... One, Scotty or Naughty. I once nearly got kicked out of my primary school after an incident involving a packet of cigarettes and apple juice. Boy, oh boy. Um, elaborate. Did you accidentally drink the cigs? Nope, but it wasn't far off. Did you accidentally pierce the top of... Like, instead of with the straw, did you pierce your carton of apple juice with a cig? Nope. It w- did you accidentally smoke the apple juice? <laughs> I mean, I mean... Did you I, smoke I, the straw? I, I mean, I mean, comment... I, I can no longer comment on this situation. Um, oh, good. Naughty! <laughs> I mean, if, if you can't comment on the situation, that's not a very good thing to bring up on a podcast. So, my dad took me to school one morning. And when you have your packed lunch, you get given... My dad used to buy me little small packets of apple juice, like the little cartons. And that that particular morning, I was running late. So I ran to the car when my dad did, and he said, did you get your lunch? I said, oh, no, I didn't get my lunch. So I ran back in the house, grabbed my, grabbed my lunchbox, carton of apple juice, went into class, 
and suddenly my then tutor picks me up and when I say picks me up I mean by the, the cuff of the shirt drags me outside then goes back inside and brings out my lunch and what I think was a carton of apple juice turns out what had happened was when I'd gone back in to get my lunch I'd picked up my packet of my dad's cigarettes put that in my pocket so when I got <laughs> in the middle of break when I opened up my lunchbox and I pulled out a packet of cigarettes from my pocket as well that was not that didn't go down well in school I mean I would imagine not so they have to ring my dad and they say I, is this some kind of joke and my dad my, genuinely my dad responded with why is he not allowed to take apple juice anymore to which they said no you need to come into school right now <laughs> so my dad came in and genuinely he came in holding the cat, the carton of apple juice and he said yeah there's been a bit of a mix up hasn't there and they said you think there's been a mix up we know there's been a mix up so my dad had to stay in the office and try and explain why I had a packet of cigarettes on my person and not a carton of apple juice. Goodness gracious me. <laughs> um, that's a lot. That is a lot. Um, I. What kind of question can you... Um, <laughs> was what, what happened in the aftermath? Was there any like consequences for it or was it just like an apology? And What happened in the aftermath was I had to, to apologise to my dad which I understand. What? Then for some reason I also had to, for some reason I also had to apologize to my tutor for some reason. Don't know why. I think she was quite entitled so I, I that's, probably, that's probably why. But that was it. I just had to make a formal apology to my dad for getting him in trouble, which he was fine with. He had no issue whatsoever because it wasn't his mistake. And then I also had to apologize to this tutor and as well as the class, which I don't understand. But <laughs> there we go. Apparently, it's because I, I, if I'd if I'd used those cigarettes instead of my apple juice, it would have caused a fire. To which I then said, "Well, I've got a lighter on me, so I don't know how that would have worked." Yeah, what? But hey, yeah, I had to do a formal apology to my class, my tutor, and my dad. <laughs> how did how did the class take it? They weren't bothered. They were like, "Oh, Scott's got cigs, cool like that." That's <laughs> like that's it. It's like they weren't fussed. What year were you in in school? I was in year five. So I would have been about eight turning nine or nine turning ten. One of us, no, yeah, eight turning nine. You had a, you had a tutor in year five. Well, she was a classroom, well, a classroom teacher. Oh, I see. But I, but I just call them tutors now because of uni. Cool. That's it's a crazy story. Um, but there's there's so much detail to it that I think it has to be a Scotty. You think it's a Scotty, Sam? I'm gonna say naughty. Any reason why? I think. I don't think that would have been the punishment if your dad had come in with a carton of apple juice and been like, there was a mix-up, a complete accident. You didn't have a lighter on you, so you didn't plan on smoking any of them. I don't think they would have punished you that bad when you were a nice kid. I think they would have understood. Hmm, maybe. So, Ruben, you're saying Scotty? Yeah. And Sam, you're saying Naughty? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, I can now reveal that. It was a Naughty. It's not true. Nah. Yeah. I must say that is the best lie I have ever told in my life. That is the best life ever told. Congratulations. You're welcome. Any element of truth or just completely fake? Not all fake. All fake. Nice. Nice. Indeed. Well, thanks for that, Scotty. Oh, what a day. That, unfortunately, does bring us to the end of yet another episode of Face for Radio. The unlucky number 13. Lucky number 13. It's gone. It's done. I know. Shocking. How does that feel? Weird. This uh, This is two lemon fistfuls of goodbye from Ruben Austin. I don't... 
How am I supposed to do a lemon fistful of good vibes? You're, doing, you're, doing, you're just, doing art. You're doing art. I, I just... That makes me feel so bitter. Thank you very much. And he brought the rug three days late. This is a farewell from Scotty C. Yes, sorry, Slay. I couldn't get I couldn't get up the hill. Genuinely, you couldn't That's get up right. the hill. I, I tried, ro- I tried rolling hill. it, but it was like Indiana Jones. So I just had to drag it bit by bit and... It's here, you know. I, I, I did the job, and that's all I can do. It's here in the end. That's all that matters. Exactly. And this is not a goodbye from me. It is never a goodbye. Just to see you next time on our next episode of Face for Radio. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.